When you do a podcast, you've got to have a song where someone sings the title. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? The world is kind of scary when things don't go the right way. So listen to this podcast and it will probably be okay. Probably no guarantees. Hello and welcome to What Could Go Wrong, the best slash worst thing that could ever happen to warriors. I'm Jeff and I'm from Happy Valley. I'm joined by Jeremiah, who clawed his way out of the hometown, the Coffin, California. Aloha. I'm also joined by Chrissy, veteran escapee, survivor of Murderville, Idaho. Oh, hello. No matter how bad you think things are, these two think they could get worse. Well, I'm just back from the doctors, fresh up on all my shots. No butt tetanus for me, no siree. Got uh, got rid of them nits, and I'm good to go. Ready to relax with a couple hobbies. I know, you didn't think I had time. But I like to crack a nice book open every once in a while and just peruse the story. Got a nice little library. Nothing go wrong there, right? Just in my easy chair, reading a book. Bookworms. That's what you call people who read books. Well, they're also the actual worms that eat books from the inside and turn into moths. Uh... I, I hate to bring up moths again because I'm sorry, Chrissy, but uh, bookworms are a serious destructive force in the library industry. It's true, they are. And, um, you know, something that I've noticed about a lot of home libraries is that they're not lit properly. And if you read with, you know, not enough light, there can be eye strain issues. And then if you do that long enough, your eyes can get worse and worse until eventually you are blind and you can no longer read anymore. But these are, like, long-term events, right? I mean, it's going to take me a long time to go blind from reading in the dark. Like, at least a week. You have to prepare, Jeff. You have to prepare. Is this advanced blindness due to moths and bookworms? Do they have a secret bookworm disease that causes glaucoma earlier? They might. Research is kind of spotty because all of the scientists responsible for this have recently died under mysterious circumstances. You can check my blog for more info. Oh, and I'm sure all of their books have been consumed as well by those dang moths. Yeah. All right. But who are the moths working for? That is the question. I'm hoping the book industry so they can sell more books. I mean, it is a dying industry after all. Jeff, we'll talk later. This isn't a safe channel. Noted. So, since I can't read peacefully anymore, I'm going to go hiking. Hiking's nice. I mean, you just get out in the woods. I already know to look out for squirrels. Moths, which seem to come around a lot. All the bears. There's no sea life anywhere to get at me. It's pretty safe, right? If I look out for all those things, pretty good. Okay, Jeff. So, depending on where you're hiking, you might be fine. But if you're hiking in Idaho, and you happen to be hiking in the wilderness of no return, you might not be fine. Because it's all in the name, right? Quite recently, there was actually an incident where somebody had kidnapped somebody and gone up into those woods to try to escape. And they were up there for a really long time. And do you know who ended up finding them? Hikers who were just out hiking. So you'd well, never so know. The hikers are the heroes, right? I mean, they found them. Oh, I mean, this time they were okay. But you never know how that's going to end. I mean, they could have just as easily been dinner. Fair enough. And if it's the Wilderness of No Return, this might be what the Lost Woods and Zelda were based on, where if you don't know the right turns to get out of there, then you could be stuck forever just kind of trying to find that graveyard with a Master Sword 
until your boots wear out and you run out of water and you try to spell out help with rocks but you run out so it only says hey exactly like huh. that so i either could find the master sword while hiking or i could be a hero i think i'm gonna need to go hiking tomorrow i don't think that's the takeaway jeff we'll miss you each their own so i think i could only really get you two over if we were gonna play something like board games right i mean pretty straightforward there's lots of them out there these days with the german board game industry got lots of good things to play beyond monopoly so how about board games board games are pretty legit right so something to think about when you're playing board games with your friends is do you want mm -hmm. them to be friends by the end of the board game of course i do because if you get the wrong group of friends together and they're all super competitive by the end of the board game nobody is speaking and you guys never get to do anything together ever again just because you wanted to play that one game of Battlestar Galactica and the Cylons lied and we're like no we're not Cylons and everybody was super hurt because they were like you were the Cylon and I knew you were the Cylon because you were Gaius Baltar you just you know I'm glad you went with that instead of Settlers Catan I've heard way too many wood for sheep jokes there's operation. Operations. There's an argument waiting to happen. It's pressure. You can't wiggle your hands. There's the... Whenever you get something wrong, that's not conducive to a relaxing evening. Not gonna lie, I just twitched a little when you made the operation sound because that game shocked me horribly as a child. There's lots of games that have that horrible pressure of time and dexterity, that concentration... Uh, the pop-o-matic bubble can, like, my, my cheek still twitches from the pop-o-matic bubble sound. At Trouble? Like, where you have to get all the little shapes? Isn't that that one? Yep, and Sorry. Oh, man. There were several games that used that stupid bubble. I did mention lots of horrible American games, didn't I? Let's go back to those fun German ones. Small pieces. A lot of those fun German games have a lot of tiny, tiny little pieces. That's true. Say you guys, you're playing the game, and, you know... Catan, making your little roads and your whatnots, and as you're working, somehow one of those pieces slips out of your hand and flies through the air and lodges in the throat of your friend, and they choke, and then you have to give them the Heimlich, and it's not working, and before you know it, they've passed out, and then you have to give them chest compressions, at which point you, you know, break their chest bone, because that's how you do it. And then, Not the chest bone. Yeah, what's that called? Sternum. The the sternum. sternum. You break their sternum. <laughs> sternum broken. Done. And then, they, you know, like they're happy they're alive, but they're miserable because their sternum's broken and your game night's ruined and then nobody ever wants to play Catan again. That's true. Remind me someday to tell you about how I broke my sternum. Wasn't playing Catan. At the best, a board game is just a couple hours of escape from the futility of existence, and then you have to go right back, so what's even the point? Speaking of which, role-playing games. Well, you get to be whatever you want to imagine. I mean, they got lots of systems out there these days. What do you two think? Nothing wrong there, right? I mean, pretty healthy, get all those, uh, thoughts out. If you need some D, a gaming system's really a place to get it, because there's D6s, there's D8s, there's D10s, there's D20s. Uh, so they're really ahead of the other letters when it comes to placement in those role-playing games. I think they're more than just the dice, right? You've got to win the role-playing game, and you do that by having the most and the best dice. Uh, if you don't have the most and the best dice, horrible things can happen, and 
I think that's why so many people have bad experiences with role-playing games, because they don't have the most and or the best dice for the game. Because what are you going to do if that 1d20 just keeps rolling low? Like, you have to have other d20s to back it up, because you have to get rid of the bad one and replace it with one that is going to roll, you know, in the in the 15 to 20 range. That's Statistics 101. I, I, I'm not sure math actually works that way. I'm pretty sure that the die has a, you know, probability chance to pretty come sure, up any number, sure right? Wrong. Haven't you heard of memory plastics? Uh, no. Tell me more. All dice are made out of memory plastic. They remember what number they rolled last time, and they don't roll it again unless you've been a total jerk to your dice. I feel like you two have played different role-playing games than myself. Noted. How about video games? Those don't have any dice problems, right? Jeff, they don't have dice, but they do have the ability to talk over the internet. And that is not a good idea to play those games... Because it's horrible for your confidence and for your self-esteem. Because all that happens is you end up playing in, you know, Halo with a bunch of kids that sit there and, you know, question your manhood, even when you're not a man, and call you all kinds of horrible names, and question the legitimacy of your parentage. And by the time you're done playing, all you want to do is curl up in a ball and cry. Yeah, if we could find a massively multiplayer game that I could play by myself for years and not have to deal with another person ever, I think we'd be okay. But as it is now, the industry is too dependent on other people. I'm pretty sure Minecraft is the exact game that you were just mentioning, Jeremiah. You could play that by yourself for literally years. I don't like cubes. They make me uncomfortable. Uh, why don't you like cubes? There's lots of sharp edges, points, corners. You could trip and fall and hurt yourself on them. So it's really easy to start a fire in that game and just have it get out of control. Pretty sure there's some explosions too, right? Like a something like that. And like these like little green guys that just come after you and you can't stop them from coming after you. It's a lot like real life. That, that's when you stop playing the game, right? And then you're fine. Is that how that works? No, they have your address and stuff from your IP address when you're on the servers. Even if you're behind like seven servers or routers or whatever for the tour thing, they'll still track you down. Fair enough. Didn't know that I had to look out for little sploders IRL outside creepers. the game. <laughs> yes, real-life creepers. They're definitely out there. You've been warned. The worst. On that pleasant note, Jeremiah and Chrissy, why don't you give our nice audience your fond farewells? Good night, everybody. You probably won't die this evening. And you'll probably wake up tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.